Uh, it's Wednesday, July, it's April 13th, 2017. Uh, drawing, observational versus construction versus gestural versus cartooning. Uh, so I was thinking about this this morning, especially uh, because I am uh, once again doing a freelance project uh, that involves drawing. And the drawings I'm doing, they're uh, a form of cartooning, and it'll be inked and, and colored in a comic book way. Um, you know, di- digital flats, flat color. Sorry, I'm tired this morning. I got up at 4.30 because I had a <laughs> deadline. A deadline yesterday that uh, I, I worked up pretty late last night and tried to do the deadline, and then it didn't work out because it, it, it never works out. I should I should just know that going in. I feel like I need to give myself like three weeks padding and on everything I do. Is that okay? That's probably not okay. This is why I could never make a living doing freelance. I have a real problem with deadlines. A real problem. Anyway... So this, this illustration that I'm doing, it, it involves figures. And uh, so it got me thinking about the drawing style that I'm using and whether or not it's that that's sort of giving me uh, uh, the headaches that, that cause me to miss my, uh, my deadlines. The, the, maybe I'm taking too much time. And I started thinking about all the ways I've been trained to draw. And I got a lot of training not that that means anything. I'm not saying it means I'm great. I'm saying it means I spent a lot of time trying. Uh, so I have a lot of training, a lot of school. And in school, we would learn to draw in different ways. And it depends on kind of the outcome you're looking for. And different, different instructors give you different advice. If you go on YouTube, for example, you'll see 100 ways to draw the figure. I remember at the CTN Expo, there's a guy selling a, selling a drawing program. How to draw the figure, the... The whatever the guy's name is way. Uh, there's how to draw the figure the Marvel way, the DC way, the whatever. Everybody's got a system, and those systems are based on either one of the one of the following: observational, or construction, or gestural, or cartooning. And I feel like cartooning is is the one I put on there last because that's the that's the one that sort of sums up a lot of these other ones. But I'll, I'll start with observational drawing, which is, is classic. Any kind of observational drawing is your classic academic format of drawing. In. And if, if you're drawing it from the figure, or drawing from a still life, or drawing from uh, nature, or whatever it is, you're basically looking at what, the, what you see and, and finding ways to replicate that in two-dimensional space with, with lines. And uh, the interesting thing about observational drawing is that it, it's pretty stiff unless you, uh, unless you start exaggerating. And I remember in the 70s, <clears throat> there was a whole system that involved uh, holding your pencil in front of your face, which is kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of a stereotype thing that you might see on a, in cartoons from the old days. Somebody holding, up a, holding their thumb out in front of them or holding a, holding a stick out in front of them. And what that is, is, is you're dropping plumb lines, uh, basically, like you're, like you're doing construction. You're snapping a chalk line in the air so that you can, you know, find the uh, places where there are parallels and uh, 
verticals and horizontals and and then measuring there's a system of measuring where you use your thumb and some kind like a pencil in front of your eye what does this matter uh these kinds of things is very academic and i i learned that and i think that's probably the one i practice most because the results that you get from that are relatively realistic and so if you want to draw in a figure class with chalk and uh, come up with something amazing like like all the masters you're probably looking at that's that's the system you're probably going to use an observational system the problem with that is that when you don't have a model or reference sometimes you're in the dark and uh, that's where uh, constructional drawing comes in and that's the one that I sort of have the biggest See, observational drawing, I feel I feel comfortable with it, but but the construction drawing, I got a uh, I got a, a heavy relationship with that one because it, it's very scientific. It's basically like you know you got to know the different shapes of every possible thing, and you put them together, and you string them together, and you glue them together, and what you end up with is a model uh, that you can flush out. And constructional drawing is probably the most useful. Because there are many instances where you've got to create something out of thin air, especially as an illustrator. You're not going to be observing. You're not, uh, you're not, you, know, you don't have a model in your studio or you don't have a, a spaceship handy to look at when you need to draw a spaceship. Uh, so construction is basically boxes and tubes and learning how to draw those things in three-dimensional space. And being able to rotate them in your mind and put them into a two-dimensional space and assemble them into objects. So if you... I, I think about this one as, as kind of like somebody with the uh, telekinetic... Is that the, telekinetic powers, you know? You see that in movies all the time where somebody can lift... Oh, Magneto, for example. Who can just lift little objects and, and assemble them. That's the kind of thing. That's what you're doing on paper. You're basically, okay, I got a cube here and I got a rectangle here and I got a cylinder here and a cone. All the shapes from geometry class. And you start stacking them together and and that's what what constructional drawing is. You can draw anything from the human figure to to a complete city using that kind of method. From your mind. So it is the most useful and the most difficult at the same time. And they, I have always wanted to take a, a serious course in uh, construction drawing. There's one, there's a couple out here, and for you know people who who are into 3D and trying to get in the gaming industry, this is how they need to learn how to see and and learn how to draw. And a lot of drawing, all of these things, is about learning how to see in the world, learning how to recognize things in the world, and learning how to uh, internalize those in your mind and store them in kind of a filing cabinet and being able to retrieve them uh, and then convert them into two-dimensional space. We don't think about it like this when we're doing it because practice has sort of made it second nature. But if, if, you, uh, if you really break it down, that's what you're doing. You store, For example, even to know what a cube looks like or a cylinder looks like, at some point in your life you've probably felt it with your hands and looked at it over and over again, and it, and then you internalize what a cylinder is. I mean, I know it's not complicated, but but an example of how complicated a cylinder can be is 
take a cylinder apart. We did this in geometry class, and this is the only time that math actually connected with me. Take a cylinder apart uh, in a, and turn it into its, into its uh, component flat shapes. And you start thinking about it a little more abstractly. You know, it's two circles in a rectangle. And they bent just so that you end up with a, sh- with a three-dimensional shape that we all know. It's interesting. Or is it? <laughs> okay. So then there's gestural drawing. And gestural drawing is the one that everybody loves, uh, even though they don't know it. Because gestural drawing is sort of like uh, how we think. It's very abstract. And it has to do with, uh, with lines uh, and the movement, uh, an implied movement in space. And I think gestural drawing is the number two most difficult thing in the world. And, and it's weird. It's weird that that one would be because that one is usually the roughest. Um, so observational drawing is very technical and you can kind of learn how to do it. But then you're stuck. With your, with your reference or your still life or your photograph. Constructional drawing, much more complicated and also very technical, but you can invent anything out of anything. And then gestural drawing, I think, is the most powerful. And it's funny that it would be the most powerful because it's usually the most simple. Um, there are a lot of terms that are really about gestural drawing that we use for drawing anything. The line of action, for example. If you're drawing a figure, the line of action is usually the, the, the spine or the neck or the, the legs or any combination of those things. And to be perfectly... Uh, the amazing thing is, if you only have a spine and neck and a little bit of a, a shape for the head and maybe an arm or a leg in, in a counterpoint, counterbalance, you can draw those, what did I, five lines and have a figure because the human mind is amazing at making connections. You could have a figure, you could have an animal, you could have a, a building. I mean, it only takes a few lines to do a gestural thing that, that reads. Uh, and that's why it's the most powerful. But why is it the most difficult? Because, because in gestural drawing, like, most useful in animation, and I didn't, until I started studying animation, I didn't understand how important this was. I would, I would, we do gesture exercises in class, basically, one minute drawing, go, and then minutes up, you get as much as you can in a minute, but I was more focused on getting the, getting it to look right and not so focused on the energy of it. Why am I talking about this? I don't know, it's on my mind this morning. Um, because I'm trying to draw, I'm trying to do a combination of all of them. And that's why I come up with cartooning. Because that is what cartooning is. Cartooning is not technical drawing, really. But it involves technical drawing skills. Because in cartooning, you're trying to get energy more than anything. Energy, attitude, charm, uh, what they call in animation, appeal. Uh, all of that is basically just saying... This is an abstraction that's supposed to feel real. You know, that's what cartooning is to me. Uh, and when I'm trying to do cartooning and trying to draw a figure from my imagination and give it all of those things, because it, it, when you're using, you got to use all those skills at the same time. I mean, it's an invented drawing, so it uses construction. 
it's uh, it's based on observation because it's got to look like people, you know. Then then that means I would have had to observe and study what people look like, right? There's that. It's got to be gestural when it's cartooning, more important than anything, because cartooning is about energy and, and fluidity and uh, simplicity. Uh, so gestural drawing is the key to cartooning. And the, the, the more cartoony, quote-unquote, that you see something, you'll notice the more, the more gestural it is, the more simple it is. And these are hard lessons. Uh, and it, it, certainly being able to talk about it is a completely different thing than being able to do it. Because I'm having a hell of a time doing it and I just went I just got through a project where I was drawing like 150 figures on a on a landscape and a, a cityscape and gee many Christmas it was hard and it, it, it he had to do this over and over and over again gesture construction observation back to the gesture oh I went too far now it's stiff more gesture now it doesn't look like a person less gesture more construction all of that stuff Oh my God! It's a balance. It's back and forth. It's a it's a dialogue, as they would say in academia about fine art. Ah, anyway, I <laughs> I'm thinking about this because I'm struggling with it this morning, and I just wanted to wanted to make a note, make note of that particular struggle. Interesting though, I, and, I, and drawing is so friggin' powerful because of the uh, the way that our mind fills in blanks. And, uh, paintings aren't. Oh, I like that in a way, but but drawings are so abstract, and we don't even recognize how abstract they are. You, there are no lines in life. There are no lines anywhere. It's, it's just, you know, color and tone and value. You don't even see a line. A line is a is a human invention, uh, and yet so powerful for communication. Hmm, okay, uh, so throw me a line. I'm very tired. I'm going to... Okay. So is Elena D'Angelo. This is April 13th. Um, 